Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The first monkeypox death occurred in the United States today. The person was an immunocompromised adult living in the Houston, Texas area. While the mortality rate for monkeypox is low, the news adds a new level of concern. As of this recording, there are 279 cases in San Diego County, but still a shortage of vaccines. Dr. Brad Perkins is the chief medical officer at Carius, a non-invasive blood test that can be used to detect monkeypox. Dr. Perkins, thank you for joining me. Unfortunately, the first monkeypox death has occurred in the United States today. I'm wondering how concerned should we be and do we expect more deaths? Um, I think if the epidemic persists, um, more deaths um, are unfortunately likely. Uh, fortunately, the, the case fatality rate is, is much lower than our most recent pandemic with SARS-CoV-2. Um, so that's something. Um, we recognize from, from experience outside the United States that there is there is uh, there are fatalities. Um, but they're relatively low. So I think this is consistent with expectations. What is the fatality rate? Um, you know, it ranges uh, based on, on the setting, but I think um, most people were expecting something in the 1% to 3% range um, in the United States. And, and, you know, based on the reporting that, that we've seen, um, you would expect the most severe cases of illness to be occurring in immunocompromised populations. It sounds like that's the case with, with this unfortunate individual. Well, what's happening with testing and vaccines? Is availability improving? You know, um, you know we keep learning this very painful lesson, um, um, you know, that we've, we've known to be true for decades. But, but we haven't quite overcome this notion that infectious diseases that occur anywhere in the world are a threat everywhere in the world. And, and um, you know, we're re repeatedly, um, um, you know, seemingly surprised when this happens. But, I mean, for people that have been working in this, in this area for, for decades, like I have, it's not a surprise. Um, the, the challenge is um, um, investing in a level of preparedness that, that is um, satisfactory to everybody involved. And I think, um, you know, we're, I mean, fortunately, you know, over the last 20 years, there have been a lot of investments in preparation for smallpox that are transportable to some extent to monkeypox. And so I, I find it, you know, over the arc of my career, I find it, I find it reassuring that, that substantial investments were made. We still come up short um, in, in terms of, you know, idealized uh, response in terms of countermeasure availability. And that's manifesting certainly with vaccines, although um, I think I think we've stepped up our availability of vaccines. And interestingly, um, you know, I have a primary care doctor at, at UCSD 
Um, and I was contacted by her office and offered, you know, vaccine uh, if I was in a high risk group, which I find a, a very reassuring signal that that requires a very complicated response, you know, through through national uh, public health, through state, down to counties, down to health systems. So I think that's good um, and, and actually quite encouraging. Is it enough? Um, probably not. Um, and you know that's that's where where um, it's it's tragic to see people affected. It's tragic to imagine that monkeypox could become endemic in the United States. And um, you know I think we should be you know moving aggressively to prevent that eventuality. Yeah, how can we best do that? How can we best avoid having monkeypox become endemic? I think, um, you know, I, I think one of the one of the encouraging lessons from SARS-CoV-2 is that um, we have an extremely flexible and um, uh, spectacular biotech capability in this country that I think can be leveraged in emergencies like this to um, improve, if not improving our preparedness because it becomes later than you'd like, but to improve the availability and the quality of countermeasures that, that would be available. And, you know, we're, the Carius uh, test is a good case in point, um, um, you know, for that where, you know, it's pretty clear that, that the kind of advanced molecular technology we're working on at Carius is potentially quite applicable and, and maybe a substantial improvement in, in diagnostic test available, availability, but those investments haven't been made yet. So I'd like to see, I'd like to see the government and other, other um, public players really accelerate research um, to um, improve our ability to control this epidemic and improve the likelihood that it won't become endemic in the United States. I think there's still a lot of misinformation and potentially fear out there about monkeypox and how it's spread. Um, I guess let's start with early detection. What advice do you have? You know, we're seeing a highly concentrated epidemic in a particular risk group of men who have sex with men. Unfortunately, this group, unfortunately or fortunately, this group is very experienced advocating um, for, for, um, uh, for care. Um, and they're, they're, um, they're very vigilant uh, when informed about how to protect themselves based on our experience with HIV. Um, and so that, that is encouraging. Um, both that, that, that we're starting to see, I think, a higher awareness among the highest risk groups. Um, and I think, um, I think it's likely that we'll, we'll see people begin to protect themselves um, based on awareness from, from contracting monkeypox. Now, we're already seeing, though, the, the edge of that concentrated risk uh, begin to bleed into other populations. And, um, you know, of course, a couple of children have been exposed and become ill. 
Um, and we're seeing, you know, actually, you know, pets can become infected as well. So um, there again, I, I think it's, it's, those are the reasons to, to pull out all the stops and, and try to stop the epidemic or limit it to the extent possible. And how about the ways it's spread? What's important to know? What are the do's and don'ts? I think, um, you know, we've seen a fairly remarkable transition of this disease um, into what appears to be largely sexually transmitted uh, infection at this point, sort of skin-to-skin sexual transmission, which, of course, is is unusual in 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 our our total experience with with monkeypox. Um, I don't think that's a surprise, um, but I think taking the same kinds of precautions that people have learned and adapted um, for HIV are 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 warranted. Um, and of course, with a with a high degree of awareness about sexual partner. Um, um, exposure to suspected or confirmed monkeypox cases, monkeypox cases. Do you believe this is a problem we're likely to solve? I think um, I'm pretty encouraged that we have a lot of tools. Um, you know, we're not starting from where we started with COVID. We're starting with a, a reasonable test, a diagnostic test. We're starting with a, a drug um that at least we know is safe in, in humans, um, an antiviral drug that we know is safe in humans. We know it's effective in primates for monkeypox infection. And we're starting with, with um, uh, two vaccines, uh, only one's being used right now in the United States. Um, so we're somewhat ahead of the game. And I think the fact that cases are occurring in a very concentrated risk group. Um, I'm, you know, I tend to be an optimist, but I think, I think if we have a full court press, um, I think that we can, there's still a chance to control monkeypox in the United States. Okay, good to hear. Is there anything else you'd like to add about monkeypox and how to fight it? Well, I think, um, you know, given that, that, um, Monkeypox is occurring in a in a population that also has risk of HIV infection. Um, um, there is the possibility, and indeed the likelihood, that we may see co-infections. Um, so that so these individuals may have monkeypox infection, but that infection may be complicated. And, and made more serious by other underlying infections associated with HIV. And in fact, we've seen that at Carius with our test where we're, we're, we're identifying monkeypox in our, in our commercial pipeline right now among inpatients. And, and those, those patients, um, I, you, know, you know, in the instances we've seen have, have monkeypox that's probably the underlying reason for their hospitalization, but they have other infectious diseases as well.